M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details hi i'm francis callier and i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and welcome to the, the final, final word. word. The final word with Frangela. The final word. 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 The Thank you so much for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. And make sure you go to sexyliberal.com and check out all the virtual shows and the podcast there. What are you doing? They're all amazing. Don't miss them. We want to thank you for those of you who are already our Patreon friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you who are not, please consider going to patreon.com, putting in Frangela and supporting this black owned business. That's black right. Owned we- Black all day, all night. We never take time off from it. No, we don't. We really appreciate it. And you know what you get for becoming a Patreon? You get three micro idiots a week. There's over 250 of them right now. So you can go back and listen to them to your heart's content. And there's nothing micro about the funny. It's a macro funny. Let me tell you. Do it. it. You're punishing yourself every second you don't. Also, on Tuesdays, normally we do Facebook Live at 1 p.m. Pacific. This mm-hmm. week, which is, this is after it, so you already didn't get to hear it or see it. <laughs> but yeah. this week we can't do it. Um, but uh, that's starting back up again. Next week, we will be on. Yes. And go to Cameo.com and get a specialized video from us, too, as well. And also join us every Friday morning for Fridays with Frangela on the Stephanie Miller show for the third hour. And you can listen to the black power hour. That's right. Shall we get started? Yes. Yes. Texas Democrats are on a desperate mission to stop the GOP voting bills. This is their second attempt to shut down what are clearly clearly these oppressive bills that they're trying to put through to stop black brown uh and really urban people from access to voting and in order to do this they literally had to leave 
state Texas. Yes. As I'm, hopefully, you, if you haven't heard, let us be the first to tell you, they had to leave Texas. It was like an intricate plot. It, it was, you know what it feels like, Angela, to me? You know, in um, The Sound of Music, how they mm-hmm. have to get across the Alps and shit. Yeah, if they got each, each exit alone singing the song. I'll be to say goodbye. Do, 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 do. We not going nowhere to get out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's a, it's a plot. And you know what I, you know, for me, when you look at it, these are Americans who are in our government who have to seek refuge to the federal government to keep from being jailed. And really, at the end of the day, they are refugees from Texas. They're elected representatives. That's right. (laughs) They are uh, are our representatives. And if you're in Texas, they're directly your your representatives. And they are being outvoted by a minority on the federal level that's a mm-hmm. majority temporarily i assume in texas right now and that there's a lot of issues at play here except the number one issue is the republican party is all about authoritarianism fascism and an end to any kind of democracy that's mm-hmm. really what's at stake and democrats still playing within the rules right because mm-hmm. the, what they're doing this is a rule this is a rule maneuver they're, they're denying the republicans quorum I think that we're really naive if we think that that's actually going to work. I think that that this Republicans, if I know anything about them, I know they don't give a hell about about traditions, about no. rules, about these are people who denied the first black president and the only president in our nation's history is Supreme Court nomination. So yes. these they don't care what the rules are or what tradition is or or any of that. So I'm I am proud of these representatives for leaving. I think it was the only recourse open to them at this point, but I am wildly, wildly disappointed in in the Senate and in the Democrats in the Senate and in Joe Manchin and Cinema can both, they can both suck it. I'm done. They can suck it all day long. And meanwhile, you've got the Texas gover- uh, governor screaming that he's going to jail these people. So they, we have to do everything we can on a federal level to make sure that people have access to the ballot. And, you know, and and this is, you know, being called the ultimate act of civil disobedience. But I don't see well, any I other think that, that they have. Yeah, they don't this quote from this quote from um, Texas Democratic State Rep. John Boosie III, he, I guess, told SNN, uh, CNN um, on Monday, we are coming to D.C. to put pressure on them to act because this isn't just Texas. And they're right. It's all over the country. These these laws are already being passed. And they're not suppression bills. They're disenfranchisement bills. They are bills yep. to stop people from voting. Not just black and brown people, especially black and brown people, but anybody who doesn't want to vote for who they want them to vote for. That is what they are doing. And the reality is that's your vote, whether you're black, white, or whatever. That's everybody's vote. And why we would allow two senators who do not belong in this party to keep the majority who won from having their right to vote is, it makes zero sense to me. And I'll say it again this week. I think it's the only issue. Yep. Yep. And state lawmakers have already enacted 28 laws in 17 states that restrict ballot access. So we've got laws on the books right now. And and what's really important, the thing that I don't want us to miss, it's not just 
restricting access to the ballots. But these are also laws that in enact uh, give them the, the ability mm-hmm. to then say, hey, you know what? We don't trust the ballots out of X county where black people or urban people live. We're going to throw those out because we don't trust what happened. When, when, when the state can make a decision about whose votes actually count and matter, that's even bigger than access because you can go and and stand in yeah. line if you even choose to stand in line for 24 hours and get your vote counted, right? Once you get it in and that happens, they can still disenfranchise you from where you live. They can in, they're enacting laws to say, "You know what? We can throw out 100,000 votes." They're doing they have enacted laws to do what Donald Trump asked people to do legally now. And that is what's frightening to me. Well, it gives them power, gives state legislators power to, as you say, ignore votes. That is disenfranchisement. It's not suppression. It's destroying. It's it's the end of democracy. It is that exactly. big deal. It's not a small thing. It's not a little thing. It is the whole thing. And if you're if you're concerned about the environment, if you're concerned about um, uh, infrastructure, if you're concerned about taxation, then this is all this is all right here. If yeah. we cannot vote, we don't have a government. We don't have a say. We can't accomplish anything. It won't matter what Biden wants to do because the states, there's a reason we had a civil war. There's a reason why federal rights supersede states' rights because there's a reason there had to be a voting rights amendment in the first place. Because yep. when you leave it to states, they enact racist legislation, anti-working um, class and poor legislation. And that's the simple fact of it. And and letting letting Exxon or whoever it is who controls Mansion and Cinema decide what's going to happen for us nationally is absolutely insane. I believe that these people should be shamed all day long and that we need yep. to, as we've said, we need to go after their money. We need to go after the people that fund their campaigns. And we need to be serious about that because this is beyond, Francis, what you just said is absolutely correct. It won't matter if you go vote. No, it won't matter. It It won't won't matter. matter. It doesn't matter matter if if we throw them away. What they did to people in um, Detroit. Yep. uh, You know, in 2016. Yep. It will not matter. And so that, it is that serious. So Biden is scheduled to give a speech today while as we record. And unfortunately, of course, as in all big moments, it'll happen after. Um, yeah. but, uh, but, you know, and people's like, he's going to really link the insurrection and, and, you know, uh, the White House press secretary, um, uh, Jen, um, she, Saki, with a Saki bomb, she, alluded or basically said that, you know, these are the things that are going to happen in this speech. And that's great. And I think that's incredibly important, but I need to know that he's calling these people that he's calling mansion and cinema. And I need to know that they are being told what they are going to do because they aren't listening to their constituents and they're not listening to, I don't care about if they listen to the party, they're not doing what they're in office to do. Yeah. And for me, you know, I, you know, I'm looking at an article saying that Biden is going to make a moral case for voting rights. Let me tell you something that no one, as far as I can see, cares about, you know, on the right or, yeah. you know, or or mansion or or cinema cares about the moral case of, of voting rights. Because if they did, they would have been doing something. I need to see something legally of what needs to happen. It's um, illegal. 
It's illegal. It's disenfranchisement. It's absolutely against the Constitution, the most basic tenets of it. We fought a civil war. They fucking lost. We need to pierce the veil of these GOP lies. And the problem is, is that until we pierce this veil, there it's just the, the lie gets thicker and stronger. It becomes stronger. And, and now it's like its own, like, monster, if you will. It's its own paper monster that we're dealing with, right? And um, and it's they're saying that the president will note that while voter suppression is not unprecedented in unprecedented in US history, these new insidious moves to empower partisans over independent elect election authorities in terms of who counts the votes are new and extremely dangerous. And it's extremely dangerous. Who gets to count the votes? You know, it's the people who, you know, I get to count the votes as I want to count them. That's not how, that's not reality. That's not real. That's illegal. Things are only, you know, it only matters if there's a consequence to the action. And I think, you know, Jamel Bowie has a great op-ed piece in uh, the New York Times uh, this week, today, Tuesday, uh, about, you know, the history of this country not punishing certain groups of people and how if you were a black activist or civil rights activist for sure would have the first chance there was to punish you um yeah. and, and the attempts by the fbi etc to to go after uh, civil rights leaders and try to discredit them or in jail them or even you know there have been linkages to assassinations so it's but when it comes to like the civil war or when it comes to this seditious treasonous domestic terrorist threat um, of this Trumpian, the big lie group, what we have is this, yeah, why should they stop? Because Trump is walking around free. Yeah. Right? We're waiting on him to get caught on tax problems because, <laughs> because yeah. you, you, there's no consequence to a direct, this man, they held a rally. He told people to go there. They yeah. went there. They, for weeks, he told people things were going to get crazy, that they have to go fight. Rudy Gianelli went up there and said, you have to go fight. Everybody said it. They had a proud wear oath keeper on the speaker's list. The only reason he wasn't there was because he'd already been arrested. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. they look at this and I look back and I go, and there's been no consequence for him. And over and over again, we, I, I know that people, this, I feel like we get caught in this. Well, if we do this, you know, we don't, you know, then we can, that's a distraction. Or if we do that, I'm like, I have watched this country spare no expense, time or energy on hunting down somebody for stealing uh, one uh, uh, article of clothing, you know, yep. like, um, I mean, it, it's, it is absolutely ridiculous. But when it comes to an insurrection happening in front of our face, we're just letting it go. I think yeah. that, that, yeah, it's great that Biden's tying that, tying the insurrection in J January 6th to this, because it is tied. Yeah, yeah. And let's not act like in this country that we haven't had poll taxes, that we haven't had Thank literacy taxes. Uh, Thank you. That, that, that the disenfranchisement of women and people of color didn't happen, that we haven't had, that right now, right now, we have avowed Nazis running for office and supported by the GOP. They are their candidates, people who are avowed Nazis people that we went to war against, we have a major party embracing them outwardly. I mean, it used to be a thing where we got people to at least disavow David Duke. What, now we're just, we have, a, we have our other political arm saying yes to Nazism. Yeah, that, that's actually supposed to um, 
It makes me miss Bork. Um, I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm like, you're supposed to, these are people who don't, they don't agree with this system of government. No. Like, <laughs> they do not believe in democracy. They do not believe that everyone should be able to vote. And I walking around and thinking like we can appeal to somebody's morality on that is, I think, beyond naive. Um, thank you Angela it's extremely naive I just had this conversation yesterday with my husband I said you know what I said you know I am sure that Jewish people sat around in the 30s going these are my neighbors because Tom was saying oh this has got to pop at some point this bubble has got to pop I was like does it does it? Because I'm sure that Jewish people were sitting around going, "My, these are my neighbors. These are people, my kids, I send my kids to school with. Right. right? This is a, this is some small percentage of the population that's crazy because that's it had never right. happened before. That's right. But it has happened now. And January 6th did happen. And yep. if you think that that isn't, and at this point, what is a failed insurrection? It's called a rehearsal. Yep. That's, I mean, that now they know they, they gained information they didn't have before. And if you think that there's, that it's a coincidence that, you know, the Capitol police can't get funding and they don't have an investigation. No, all it's all the GOP is absolutely supporting an insurrection. And I just don't know why we refuse. I mean, growing up, Francis, if you sat next to somebody from the nation of Islam, your career was over. In the same room, shit. I mean, your in career was over, okay? But now you can literally call for an insurrection, go in and vote for it, and we all just go back to work? Like, it's insanity. Yep. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, the holidays are here, and finding the perfect gift is tricky, right? Omaha Steaks makes it so easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Everyone I've sent this to goes crazy. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. You not only save over 50%, but you get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free. These are the best burgers, period. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship right away. Avoid the holiday shipping hustle and bustle and order the perfect gift package today at OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget you get those eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. You will not believe the quality and the quantity of food you get. Everybody is just bowled over when they get this Omaha Steaks gift package. The best steaks, the best burgers, the best chicken, you name it. How about those caramel apple tartlets? Everything is incredible. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget that keyword is Stephanie in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Do it now. Well, do you ever catch yourself thinking when you're looking in the mirror, ugh, ugh, I wish those under-eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing the new Genucel Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using Genucel for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. I love it. I use the entire line of products. It is my favorite skincare I've ever used. Um, they guarantee it though. Results in the first 12 hours or your money back. Order now. Get 50% off all Genucel packages for summer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. 
I use it every single day. I get so many compliments. Check it out. LoveGenuCell.com slash Stephanie. Welcome back. So Montana's Republican governor has made it clear that he, his state won't be bothered to help in the fight against climate change, but he still apparently wants federal assistance to deal with the climate impact at Montana's door. Okay. So he's dropped out of, a, of, of trying to work on the climate. He's like, no, 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 we don't, we don't need to do that. Governor Greg uh, Gianforte. And he's just, but but he was like, but give me federal dollars to fight the problem. Yeah, I, I love the timing of this. I mean, it's crazy. So G- Governor Greg Gianforte withdrew Montana from from the uh, bipartisan coalition of more than two dozen states to uphold the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. Now understand that's the, how how little that is. Okay, yeah. it's a pact to uphold goals. Okay, it's not some legally binding contract. It's not, you know, you will get fined if we don't do this or that. They states can't even sign on to the Paris Climate Agreement, right? Because yeah. they're states, the countries can't. So this is just we're committed to upholding these goals, which include net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Okay. He that's what the governor does. Two days later, 48 hours <laughs> later. This same fool, Governor Gianforte, calls on the U.S. Department of Agriculture to declare a drought emergency across his state because so there that would make emergency funds available to farmers who suffered losses and has the audacity to use science. He says, quote, data from the U.S. drought monitor now shows all counties in Montana experiencing abnormally dry to extreme drought conditions and the situation continues to get worse. So here's the science, right? We have these drought coming on. It's bad everywhere. We need this money. Look at this science. We need this money. Oh, we're not going to look at this science. Like, right. I can't. I can't. I right. can't. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it, it baffles the mind, but this is where we are. Cut to now, Republicans push to ban, quote unquote, discrimination, which I'm offended by that word against unvaccinated people. Here's the deal. State Republican lawmakers around the country are pushing bills uh, that would give unvaccinated people the same protections as those surrounding race, gender, and religion, which these are always fighting. (laughs) These bills will tie the hands of private businesses that want to protect their employees and customers. But they also show how absolutely deep the political psyche resistance to coronavirus vaccine requirements have become. And so now, you know, it's they want to protect people who are going, I'm not, you know, and here's the thing. I'm not sitting here going that uh, that everybody has to get the vaccine. Um, But for me, everybody who can, who physically can who is not compromised health-wise should be getting the vaccine. And so, and now on a national scale, well-known GOP figures have recently escalated their rhetoric about the vaccine effort, comparing it to Nazi Germany and apartheid, that they're being oppressed. Yeah, but yeah. That they're being Um, oppressed. Yeah, that's, I mean, the, it's the the self-victimization 
move is so disgusting and annoying. Uh, but the I and it, the, beyond the obvious offensiveness of of those comparisons, um, I I just find it fascinating that this same party thinks that we don't need to talk about critical race theory as they show the absolute need for it. Like yes. Yes. like yes. like they clearly have no understanding of anything, and I don't think it matters that they do. I think yes. that to me, I, you know, and I I I believe that if if discrimination, if desegregation had been voted on, we'd still be segregated. That's right. Well, you know, um, that that's that. So this is the, the reality is that our leadership matters. You know, when you play to the, co- the lowest common denominator, this is what you get. Yeah. So we were just talking about Montana who dropped out of the climate uh, agreement. They, but th- what they did do was make it illegal to quote unquote discriminate on the basis of vaccine status. Uh, f- so the law, pro- their law pro- prohibits businesses, governmental entities, and places of public accommodation like grocery stores, hotels, and restaurants from refusing to serve or withholding goods from anyone based on their vaccination status, whether they have an immunity passport or not. Employees, employers aren't allowed to, for them, just quote unquote, discriminate against or refuse to employ someone based on the same criteria. They feel that this is a civil rights statute. I feel that this is a health statute. It absolutely is. And, and, you know, what I find amazing is utilizing laws that are meant to protect me as an African-American person to protect their, their idiocy, their, you know, it, it's, it's, and, and, and here it, again in Alabama, there's a law now that prevents schools and universities from requiring coronavirus vaccines, prevent, prohibits vaccination as a condition of receiving uh, government services and bans businesses from refusing to serve someone based on their vaccine status. But, but I have no protection against you coming in and spreading, you know, the Delta variant in my place of business. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. I have no, I have no protection with my child who can't be vaccinated yet, you know, under the age of 10. But if you are a home that it refuses to get vaccinated, I you, you could be infecting my child. You know, it's like we have no protections. Meanwhile, France, amongst other countries, are ordering that all their health workers get a COVID vaccine. That's important. You shouldn't be servicing people if you can pass on the variant to them. Or just the virus. Food. Yeah. You shouldn't be serving food to people if you can pass on a variant to them. You shouldn't be servicing children if you can pass on a va- the variant to them. So, yeah. So, France has, you know, it, it, here's our, it, the issue for me in this discussion is. When are we going to get some fucking balls in this country? When are we going to stop letting, you know, people, you know, and it's the same thing around guns. It's the same. It's, it's, you know, we've got to stop allowing these groups and really it's the right to sit here and, 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 and legislate really when they don't have the power how we're going to get through this. 
It's absolutely a health care issue. It's absolutely uh, not a civil rights issue. And what I, I find absolutely ridiculous about it is that these very same people wouldn't feel this way about a bunch of other diseases. Like they, like that aren't in deadly, you know, like if I say, well, look, I don't care if your kids got lice, you can't discriminate. They get to go to class. And, and like, I mean, it's like, it's like I, whatever it could be, it, it, there's no discrimination here. It really is about trying to keep people alive. And I yeah. think that every time we get into these conversations, it's like, we almost, we give them credit. Like it gives, it validates it. And I'm like, I don't care. You're not allowed to endanger other people. And you're absolutely right. Prince. I do not understand why we think we seem to think that there's something good about allowing ignorance. Yeah. Like, and that, yeah, of course it would be better if everybody agreed. Of course it would be great if you could talk people into things, but you can't always. And I think to continually put effort there, I mean, yeah, the information's there. If they want it, they don't want it. You've tried everything you can. The reality is we all have to put on a seatbelt. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to take your baby home without having a, a car seat that's regulation. Period. They would let Britney Spears do it. Drive with her baby on her lap. So, like, seriously, this is not that kind of an issue. And this is the problem. All of these people, and this is where I do, it, it is frustrating to see over and over again at the federal level, you know, this refusal to, to this, like, you know, we're going to let states handle it. No, we can't. We have over 600,000 people dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and sitting here looking at it and acting like, oh, well, you know, we'll just let everybody, you know, make the best decision for them themselves. We see where that has led us. It's led us, like you just said, to almost, you know, to more than a half a million people. Six, over 600,000. It's the deadliest year ever. And it's not from a war. And it's not yep. from, it is from a natural phenomenon that we absolutely had the ability to contain 500,000 deaths before. Like it is absolutely, in, it's incredible to me that there aren't criminal charges. It's incredible to me. I need to, da, scarves, why does scarves yeah. have an MD behind her name still? Yep. You know, like, I mean, I, we need to start holding, that's why, you know, with the, I know we're not on that, but to me, it's the same thing with Giuliani's lawyer, the lawyers, Giuliani and all of the, um, you know, the Kraken team, yeah. uh, lawyers being, you know, right now in Michigan being brought to task by the Michigan, uh, David Fink in Michigan, uh, to, for bringing these, you know, frivolous lawsuits and, you know, basically lying in court and, and that they should be punished and they, by the Bar Association, that they should be recommended for that punishment. They should lose their license to practice law. They, because this is, it's egregious. These people, and what kills me is Trump and all these people have been vaccinated and we know it. Like, it's like, they are literally telling other people to die when they won't, they don't believe that. And that is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails, time to go get your emails. Thank you so much for emailing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. We love and appreciate hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this email is from uh, Ryan and Katie. Thank you so much. It says, hi, ladies. Okay, so let us get this straight. A Belgian restaurant serves their customers toilet water that is purified with fertilizers and minerals. We're guessing it's sold under the name Double Shit Perrier. But if we're wrong, perhaps we can charge them a licensing fee to avoid a trademark violations lawsuit. They'd probably fall for it. Honestly, it was a, it was bad enough to learn that Texas is not on the national electric grid and hence left their citizens freezing to death because of it. But now this, 
an eating established that establishment that is possibly literally bullshitting their patrons because they don't want to be on their country's water system. Fuck rugged individualism and all the assholes who preach it. Your fans, Ryan and Katie. Woo. Thank you guys. We love you, Ryan and Katie. Thank you. And I agree. See, when you miss idiot, that you miss these kind of important stories. You do. You I'm do. Saying. This email, uh, this next email. Hi, Francis and Angela. My name is Jason and I'm a Patreon backer. Thank you. Thank you. Who just loves you too so much. In the pre-COVID days, I was the guy in the office with earbuds in laughing to myself, listening to Idiot of the Week. The way you two play off each other is really magical and I can't get enough of it. Oh, and then when you wrap it up and bring us to church with There Was a Time, I just about lose it laughing. So good. Jason P., Thank you so much, Jason, for being a Patreon, for listening to Idiot, and for writing. We love and love and love and support you. We we haven't been able to write you back physically yet, but we're going to do that today. Thank you, and we love hearing from you again. Write us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Yes, and now it's time for Resistance Wrap-Up. We give you an actionable item. Now, of course, we say we continue calling your senators and representatives and tell them what you think about what they need to do and what they are doing. Applaud, you know, applaud them. Tell them what you need. Complain. Uh, keep doing that. But also, um, we want to remind you about the Poor People's Campaign. So if you go to poorpeoplescampaign.org, you can check out everything that they're doing. Yes. And right now they're doing a season of nonviolent moral direct action to save our democracy. And it's going on uh, now for almost a month, from July 12th to, through August 8th. The Poor People's Campaign, which is a uh, national call for moral revival, joined by dozens of partners and 40 plus state coordinating committees and thousands of faith leaders has announced a season of nonviolent moral direct action. And they demand that these several things from Congress. One, in the filibuster. Two, pass all provisions for the For the People Act. Three, Fully restore the 1965 Voting Rights Act and four, raise the federal minimum wage to $15 per hour. We know you're down with all that. Yes. Yes. So you can go to go to their website and sign the open letter to the U.S. Senator and White House above, you know, in, in this in this and on, on the website and demand that they take steps immediately to save our democracy from massive attacks on voting rights and economic justice across the country. So do that. OK, because you can. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The The Final Final Word. Word.